Coming to you from Los Angeles, California, the show where people turn for intelligent conversation on all the topics you care about. I'm Evan. And I'm Dan Govandi. And this is Point Point versus versus Point. And we are back for another episode of Point versus Point. Um... This is uh, you, we, we've been off for about ten days, and a lot has happened in the world. The world, uh, you know, the world keeps on turning. Um, Gareth is actually not here today, um, and I was pretty excited about doing the show on my own. I mean, the last time I did the show on my own, um, you know, I was I didn't know what I was doing, uh, you know, and uh, it turned out great. And I was pretty, pretty excited to uh, to uh, kind of sit in the driver's seat and, and take the take the the podcast around the block for a spin by myself. But um, Gareth, I guess, had different ideas and invited a passenger to uh, sit along for the ride. How's it going, Dan? Good evening, everyone. So Dan Gavandi is here, uh, sitting in Gareth's seat tonight. I'm here as a friend to Gareth. Right. <clears throat> I have better things I could be doing. Oh, you? Okay. Great. Do you want to, I mean, do you want to maybe go do those other things? Because like, you know. Well, the bus dropped me off. It doesn't come for another hour and a half. So I'm kind of stuck here. You're stuck here. Got it. Got it. But you don't, you know, that's great actually. Because Gareth normally doesn't want to do the podcast either. You don't want to be here. Uh -uh. Right. Okay. All right. So it's great. And this is good. Because, you know, actually you and I don't really know each other that well. No. You know. um, You know, Gareth and I, while... There's um, a lot of tension between us sometimes when we do the podcast. I feel friction. like I feel like there's at least a chemistry, you know, mm. that maybe people respond to. It's all but, subjective. Yeah, totally. But with you, I feel like I mean, we've got we, we have no history. None. We got nothing. Yeah, we're two strangers on a blind date doing a podcast together. Well, we just we come from different walks of life, man. You know, I'm a grinder. Had to kind of you know pick myself up by my bootstraps. You're obviously from old money. I'm not to from old money. Life, probably. No, you don't know. Yeah, then that's why I'm doing this podcast for free. Listen, um, you don't you don't really know anything about me, Dan. Okay? I know what Gareth has told me. Oh, that's enough. Okay, you know what? Uh, None of it's pretty either. Great. I'm sure. I'm sure it's not. You know, he's also told me a few things about you. Like Such one, as? your name's Dan Gavandi, and not Ronald of Ronald and the Raccoons. You know, and you also have a striking similarity to Chaz Bomonti, his attorney. I don't know. I've heard of Chaz. I don't know who he is, though. Right. Okay. I've never been in the same room as him. So we're just going to play these games for the whole podcast? Is that what we're going to do? I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just get through it. You want to okay. just get through it? Yeah. Okay. Let's, this let's is the big it. story. Tell me a story right now. Go. I wish I were big. The big story. Our first big story tonight. Hillary Clinton announces 2016 presidential bid. Uh, do you follow politics at all, Dan? No. No. Okay, great. Then this will be fun. Ending two years of speculation and coy denials, Hillary Rodham Clinton announced on Sunday that she would seek the presidency for a second time, immediately establishing herself as the likely 2016 Democratic nominee. I'm running for president, she said with a smile near the end of her two-minute video. Everyday Americans need a champion, and I want to be that champion, Mrs. Clinton said. So I'm hitting the road to earn your vote. Because it's your time, and I hope you'll join me on this journey. Um, so this is 
This is huge. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if you follow the podcast, Dan, but I mm. love election season. Mm. Um, mm. I this is this is big. I mean, we've been waiting for this to happen, and it finally did. Um, I just, I think. Wow, it is it's exciting. It's here. The news cycle, it's spinning so fast. It's like the tour it's like the, the the tires on the Tour de France. They're just uh, you know, I mean that's how that's how fast. It's like, oh, somebody somebody hit the uh spin cycle on the washing machine and things are happening. Not only did Hillary Clinton join the race, but Marco Rubio entered the race and so did our, our Rand Paul. I mean, how exciting is this? Well, I can tell you something they all have in common. Yeah. They all come from a long bloodline of lizard people. Reptilians, the reptilian agenda. Doesn't matter who's really president. It could be any of them. I mean, they're all going to fulfill the reptilian agenda, which has been in place for thousands of years. It goes back to the Rosicrucians and the Thalemic Society. So the what society? Thalemic. Hmm. Okay. Um, you really kind of. Well, threw a wet blanket on my enthusiasm there. Yeah, um, a lot of the things you said in your enthusiasm, I can't relate to, such as bike races and washing machines. I don't, I don't, I don't do those things. Those you are, don't, but you know what they are, right? Yeah, but they're, but I don't like them. But you don't. Do you wash your clothes? You don't know what a washing machine is. I have a woman wash my clothes. Like, do you bring your clothes to a woman to wash them? Yeah, it's a woman I bring them to. She was my neighbor. Her name's Clarita. Oh, it's not like a dry cleaners. It's just a woman. Yeah, it's a woman. She's my neighbor in my apartment unit. Okay. She's nice and she's old. I keep on telling her I'm going to pay her, but I never do. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay, so so your point is that Hillary Clinton, Marco Rubio, and Rand Paul are lizard people. Uh, yes. Okay. They, you know, on the surface, they look like homo sapiens, but... Yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're lizard people, and that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, I do... Well, then, <laughs> explain this. Why Why did uh, Hillary Clinton go to a Chipotle and order a chicken burrito this week? Because that's human food. I think she ordered a burrito bowl, which obviously means she didn't want the tortilla and the extra carbs, so she was trying to stay light and lively, which in turn makes me like her the most. So you you actually you like Hillary Clinton? I like burrito bowls too. Sometimes I'm like, you know, on the move. Right. It makes I don't want to seem... eat a whole burrito and weighs me down, but if I eat a burrito, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm dialed well, in. She's like a relatable person. Now I can I, relate to her. I eat burrito bowls. I go to Chipotle. You eat burrito bowls? Yes. What do you get in them? Uh, I, I normally, I do either sofritos or I'll do some chicken. You know, I, I the, I, the corn salsa. Don't get me started on the corn I salsa. I love the corn salsa. I it's actually good. figured I had to replicate it at home. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So, so I disagree with you on the lizard people thing. You know, fair enough. Uh, because I don't think that that's a real thing. Right. Um, but yeah, but you're kind of saying that of all these lizard people, you like Hillary Clinton. She's your favorite lizard. We person? order the same. We would order the same thing at a Chipotle, which makes me think we have some shit in common. What's important? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I gotta say. We did our first segment. Not awful. It wasn't horrible. I mean, we got through it. It wasn't horrible. Okay. And, you know, I feel like we're learning a little bit about each other. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, not as, I'm not as angry as I was a little while ago. Okay. And I'm, 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 feeling, I'm feeling a little, little less angry, too. Yeah. You're more tolerant. I can tolerate you more. Okay. The big story. Our next big story is uh, about the, uh, the Robert Bates story. This is kind of the, the volunteer cop. Have you heard about this story, Dan? 
I glanced at it. It okay. looked interesting. Great. Good. Perfect. Uh, so Tulsa authorities ordered Robert Bates' training record falsified. Uh, the Tulsa County Sheriff's Office ordered supervisors to falsify the training record of the reserve deputy who fatally shot a suspect after mistaking his revolver for a taser, sources told the Tulsa World. Reserve Deputy Robert C. Bates, 73, faces manslaughter charges after he had le- allegedly mistook the revolver for a taser and fatally shot a suspect in an undercover operation April 2nd. Supervisors at the Tulsa County Sheriff's Office were ordered to falsify a reserve deputy's training records, giving him credit for field training he never took and firearm certifications he should not have received, sources told the Tulsa World. Uh, and multiple sources speaking on condition of anonymity told the newspaper that at least three of Bates' supervisors had been transferred after refusing to sign off on his state-mandated training. So to me, this is kind of a perfect story of a few different things coming together. I mean, this you have the 73-year-old guy who apparently gave the sheriff, which is an elected office, which shouldn't be, he gave the sheriff tons of campaign money, and then all of a sudden he becomes a reserve deputy. And he obviously has no idea what he's doing. And it's like the perfect blend between like money in politics and overzealous uh, behavior of the modern police department because this guy thinks he's grabbing his taser and he ends up shooting and killing this guy. I mean, it's just it's just a, a horrible story, you know? I think the problem actually stems a little deeper. I think the problem is really volunteering for anything is, uh, I don't know if I'm using this word right, a very draconian way of going about things. Archaic, I, arcane. Sure. These are words I'm not sure Pertain to what I'm but saying, I but think they sound great, right? In an incident like in an inst- instant like this, saying them confidently, I mean that does all the work for you. Thank you, yeah. thank you. And you did, and it worked. Thank you. I actually think that that's so. Your point is just that vol- people shouldn't volunteer for anything. Ever. Well, I think we should just ban volunteering for charity. And I know that may hurt some good causes, but sure, look, yeah, we won't a lot have of good shit causes. like this happening. Yeah, you know. But this is kind of like most volunteers don't kill people. You know, most most volunteers aren't responsible for. For murder. I mean, if you go down to the Boys and Girls Club and start volunteering, that doesn't mean you're going to end up with manslaughter charges in most cases. Most cases. There are cases where that has happened. Yeah. Well, and those are the outliers, though, right? I mean, we don't want to. I mean, I think, listen, a lot of people listen to this. Do we really want to tell people not to volunteer for things? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's that's what I'm saying. Right. Now, are you saying this because people, you just think people should be being paid for everything that they do? Like we. Just mind your own business. Yeah, mind your own business, mind your own beeswax. Are you telling me to mind my own business no, right now? No, no, no. Oh, okay. You're getting a, you're getting the word out, right? About minding your own business, right? After this podcast, yeah, you should stick to yourself. Okay, that's fair. That's that's hate. just my opinion. You can do with that what you want. I'll tell you what I like. You have an opinion. Thank You've you. got to take. Thank you, and I respect that. Thank you, because I mean, I identify with outliers, right? Like you said before. Yeah. It's a great word, by the way. Thank you. And I used to Wasn't confident. that a book by Malcolm Gladwell? It, it, oh, my gosh. I love him. You've read Malcolm Gladwell? Every one of his books, every one of his essays. I've seen him speak three times. Do you times. read David and Goliath? I, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible story, right? Yeah. Well. It's a good one. I, lo- I love. Out, let's go back to Outliers. Wow, you read that? Yes, yes. 10,000 hours. Must put in your 10,000 hours. I I mean, I, re- I love that book. I can tell you're close to 10,000 hours on podcasting. <laughs> Gareth, not so much. <laughs> I always tell him that. You need to try harder, you're, man. You're funny. Thanks. Thanks. I I, I'm, I I took some Groundlings classes. What? Yeah. I did. Uh, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I did a few Groundlings classes. Who was the teacher? I had Julie Welch. Heather Morgan. 
She sounds great. Yeah. It's a great I've name. heard good things about Julie as she well. She was so nice. She yeah. was a big inspiration to me. She cool. told me, you're not good at this. Do something else with your life. But I was like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Then we went out for a breedable, funny enough. That is a true story. The big story. Obama nixing Cuba from list of state sponsors of terrorism. President Barack Obama is nixing Cuba from the list of countries the U.S. considers sponsors of terrorism, according to the White House. In a statement, White House Press Secretary Josh Earnest said the president has submitted to Congress all of the necessary reports and certifications indicating the president's plans to remove Cuba from the list of terrorism sponsoring countries that also includes Syria, Sudan, and Iran. Cuba was put on this list in 1982. The highly anticipated move follows a historic meeting between Obama and Cuba President Raul Castro in Panama at the Summit of the Americas over the weekend. Just before that meeting, the State Department recommended to Obama that Cuba be taken off the list. So this is just this is this is another uh, announcement that happened, you know, a few months ago, I believe in December. Obama gave a big speech saying that he wanted to restore full relations with Cuba. And this is, you know, this is kind of a, a move to make that happen. So, so it's big. You know, I actually think Huge. this is, it's a step in the right direction. I mean, Cuba is our neighbor to the South. Oh, I know? couldn't agree more. Yeah. I mean, and I think us normalizing relations with them is only going to be a good thing. 100% agree. 100% agree. Yeah. On a personal note, I am absolutely thrilled that I'm going to finally, <laughs> finally be able to start eating Cuban food again. I mean, the rice, the beans, the Maduro's, the lime chicken dish, the garlic, the Cuban coffee, the tan skin on the Cubana ladies. Sure. Serving it up to me in a nice dish with plantains. Yeah. The whole thing. I love it. I mean, I feel like I have missed Cuban food my entire life. Right. And I've not been able to. You can't eat it. Well, you just couldn't eat it. Uh, actually, I don't. There's not like an embargo on Cuban food. Sure I mean, there is. No, no, no. There's, there's restaurants. You can go. There are Cuban Restaurants. What do you? What, no. I'm, Elaborate on that if you would. I, I mean, I'm saying that there are there are there are restaurants, right? Uh, in certainly here in Los Angeles and and all over the world, um, but in America, despite this trade embargo, that like advertise, uh-huh. sell and serve Cuban food. You are saying I could have been eating black beans and plantains, yeah, this, ent- this entire time. Yes. Yeah. So we could go. Tonight, there's this place called Mambo's. It is just down the street, and it is. I mean, it's because deli- I also love Cuban food. I mean, don't get me started <sighs> on really? Maduro's, okay? And um, I the I love that lime chicken dish, you know, or the uh, the Carmonos Ajillo, which I believe is um, shrimp in a, in in a <sighs> garlic spicy sauce. I've read about it. Oh, it's it's delicious, Dan. You've got to try it. I mean, I don't want to actually like ask you. This isn't me asking because I'm scared of rejection. I don't think I can handle being said no to, but night lunch? <laughs> are you? I'm are just throwing it out there. I'm not saying you're like, asking. Are you? Well, want, I'm just saying you it's, do as it a in, concept. But that, I know that that's like, I thought that was kind of you and I mean, Garrus' like thing was you. No, you not, guys, no, 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 no. I'm allowed to have night lunches with whoever I choose. We guys, don't have to tell them either. Okay. Uh, I doubt he listens to the podcast, to be honest. Okay. Um, so we, you, you guys kind of have an open thing where, like, you're uh, allowed to go get night lunches with whomever you want? No, not necessarily. He's pretty possessive over me. Okay. But, um, you know, while the cat's away, the mice will play. <laughs> Dan, I, I'd, I'd love to get a night lunch. I, I, I mean, I love Cuban food, you know? I, I don't have hear. my wallet, so yeah. if you could float me, that would be amazing. But. Okay. Uh, sure. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yes, yes. Great. Okay, so I will. A, I will get then. a night lunch with okay. you. Okay. Well, I'll have to stay here for like another six. This neighbor another six hours because the bus won't come around back around. Okay. So maybe uh, that is. We'll deal with that. Fine. We'll cross that bridge yeah. when it comes. Yeah, yeah. We'll cross that we might, bridge. We might have a we'll long go. night lunch anyway. I don't. I, I doubt it'll be six hours, but um, it could but be. yeah, and we'll get a bite. Okay. Well. Yeah. Great. Dan Gavandi and I are getting a night lunch. Uh, okay. You know, know. Yeah. cats and dogs living together. Yeah. It's, uh, fun. it's fun. It's fun. And Cuban food. Yeah. Uh, I'm having a really good time. Thanks. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. So this is the part of the show where we, um, you know, we normally hand it um, over to Gareth and he normally does something awful with it. Uh, he drives the show into a ditch and then I have to like call the tow truck and get it, you know pulled the show back out, but, uh, but Garrett's not here, but I understand that you're, you wanted to do a, a Dan's turn. You wanted to, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So right. this is, oh. uh, this is Dan's turn. That's right. It's Dan's turn. Ronald's turn. Ronald's turn. It's my turn now, baby. I'm coming at you. It's my turn. Ronald's turn. Ronald's turn. It's his turn. That's right, Ethan. It's my turn. It's Ronald's turn. Turn, turn, turn. It is my turn. Turn, turn, turn. And I will make the most of it. I don't really have any news items per se to uh, discuss on the podcast, but I do have some shows coming up. That's cool if I plug them. Uh, sure, yeah. Oh, thanks. Cool. All right, well, Tuesday night, we have a gig at the Echo at 9 p.m. Uh, the 26th, we have a gig at the Wiltern opening up for Slater Kinney. And I believe we'll be going on stage at 9.30. And then my buddy Vomitface is having a family reunion at Chandler Park, and that is close to the playground, but that's invite-only. Although I think I could probably get you an industry comp, Evan, if you're interested. Okay. And this is for your band? Ronald and the Raccoons. Yes. Ronald and the Raccoons. Sorry, I should have said right. up top. It's just, yeah, right. everyone knew. Yeah. Ronald and the Raccoons. Well, you know, people, are... sometimes I think people might be a little confused uh, when, we, when you talk about Ronald and the Raccoons, because obviously, obviously your name is Dan Gavandi, yeah. right? Um, and, and if you remember correctly, like Dan Gavandi was a story, you know, he was a character in a, a, a Bollywood story that, that Gareth first introduced. That's just I, coincidence. And he, he said he was friends with him, right? And, um, and then all of a sudden the next episode, you, you showed up, right? Yeah, but and I'm told not... me you were Swindian. Uh-huh, I am. Right. Okay. And, um, and then, but you were also plugging this, your band, uh, Ronald the Raccoons. That's which my stage the lead, name, yes. Yeah, Ronald, Ronald. It's commonplace for rock and rollers to have stage names. Right. Yeah. James Taylor's name is not James Taylor, I guarantee it. Right. But people off, off the stage probably refer to him as James. No, they, I think they refer to him as Ken, his real name. I don't think so. I don't think that's true. Um, and... Uh, but anyway, I feel like I feel like we're kind of making some headway here, you and me, Dan, Ronald, yeah, whatever. No, yeah, and, no, it's um, been fun actually. Yeah, it's been it has been fun. I'm, so, I'm I mean, enjoying like, myself. You know, if there's ever been a time to just like kind of, you know, pull down the yeah, take I, the mask I, off. I'm not an idiot. I know what you're trying to do here, and I feel like we're getting to a place where this is feeling okay. I think so too. This podcast thing yeah. is feeling okay, and I don't, it kind of like I don't know hurts my feelings. I guess a little bit that you. You were accusing me of lying about my name and who I am. I'm not trying. No, I'm not trying to I'm your feelings. I'm Dan Govandi. I know you might want me to be someone else. Right. You might prefer that. You're not maybe satisfied no, with who I, I am or, or my name. No, no, let me finish. Like, I've grown to have to come to respect you today. And it just hurts 
come from you that you think maybe my name is made up. No, I just, I just that I, I feel like we've, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I just, I feel like we've learned a lot about each other yeah. uh, this evening. And, um, you know, I thought maybe this would be a good opportunity to like kind of just put the past behind us, but I hear you and I understand. And look, I don't want to, I don't want to jeopardize what's happening right now. Neither do I. And you know what, Dan, Dan, I would love to go with you to Vomit Faces Family Reunion at Chandler Park near the playground. You just booked. Great. You just booked. I'll put you on the list, man. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And you know, okay. the, Really, the thing is just don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. This is going good. Let's, let's let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. Let's ride this. In. All right. It's time for everybody's favorite segment, Newsy Nuggets of Nuts. Newsy nuggets, newsy nuggets, newsy nuggets, newsy nuggets, newsy nuggets, newsy nuggets of nuts. Okay, so our first uh, nut of the podcast is um, God. Uh, I'm so sorry. I have a confession. Okay. I think one of the times when I was a guest of Garris on this show, I told you that I hate newsy nuggets and nuts. Yeah, no, I remember you. You you thought that. Yeah. Well, I mean, both of you were bashing me for the title yeah. of the segment. Yeah, yeah, and that was all a lie. Because I love, love newsy nuggets and nuts. It's some way, the way your tone just undulates the nuts. I don't know how you do it. Really? I try to do it in the show. I swear to you're God. You're playing with me. I swear to God. You really like, you really like newsy nuggets and nuts? Because I, I think it's it. good. I think it's great. I think it's good. And I think people like it. And I pe- think people like when, when I, when I, because it's fun. And I think people like when I try to have fun. But Garrett's always like, he's always like, oh, it's so, that's the stupidest. That's the stupidest, dumbest. It's so dumb. And I'm just like, no, it's fun, right? We mock what we don't understand. And when Gareth picked me up, he told me, he's like, when you get in there, he's going to do this segment called Newsy Nuggets and Nuts. And I'll admit, it sounded stupid when he said it. He's like, you must hate on that thing. Tell him how stupid it is. I go, Garrett, anything for you. But right when I heard it, I was so conflicted because I was like, oh, I'm in love with Newsy Nuggets and Nuts. I knew it. And I had to say I hate it. He's trying to poison the well. He's trying to poison the well with you. He's trying to poison the well with the audience. Garrett is a friend, so I can't speak upon that. But Do you want to say it with me? You want to do it once together? I would never even ask no, I mean, look, you're here. It's fun. Like, look, Gareth could do it if he wanted to. Well, he's not, he's not going to hear this, is he? I doubt he does. There's no way he listens to the show. I, I mean, I would love to. Okay, let's. let's I, I don't think it'll be yeah. as good as yours, but let's. On you want to do it on three? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Newsy nuggets of nuts. It was like almost be harmonized. Yeah, it was good. You're that McCartney. Felt, I'm Lennon. That I felt the power for that sure. That was good because you 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 more grounded. I'm a little more of like a wild. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I felt like it, it, I mean I'm like let's just be honest that was electric that was amazing that was amazing I don't know if I could just get her a sound sample of that I'd love to I would love to send it to my mom yeah she we'll would, send you an MP3 thank you all right let's get to the first story uh, I am digging this Dan yeah. I'm having fun tonight no this is like, a really legit good time fun. this is a really good time okay and wait until we go to night lunch man I'm, oh that's where I come alive I'm I, that's my element because I've heard you guys talk about those I'm like and me I was like oh that's oh, dumb this, night lunches are stupid but yeah. I wanted to go yeah you can I mean they have all the water you can drink there okay yeah like a restaurant yeah it's great okay. Uh, God accused of attacking cop having sex with tree. A man in Melbourne, Florida, allegedly high on a synthetic drug, is accused of attacking a police officer and repeatedly declaring himself to be God Mm. after having sex with a tree. 
Kenneth Crowder, 41, was arrested Friday after witnesses reported a naked man running through their neighborhood and performing a sexual act on a tree. The responding officer uh, said Crowder walked towards him in an aggressive manner and identified himself as God. The officer responded to the perceived threat by using a taser on Crowder twice. In both cases, the suspect continued to fight while pulling the probes out of his body. Crowder allegedly punched the cop and tried to stab him with the officer's own badge. When the police officer punched Crowder, the suspect then referred to himself as Thor. Hmm. So, the God of Thunder. Yeah. I mean, this guy's, you know, it's clearly crazy. Uh, no. You know, it's just, um, it's fun. I just, it's the, it's, it's the, the headlines that are fun, you know, and then the stories, they're so wacky, you know, and uh, I don't know. Just imagine being that cop. Crazy. Well, you know, not to be a contrarian, but I please have a maybe sort of a different look on this where I think this is exactly what America is all about. I mean, this guy has grit, determination. He's like, I don't know, a, John Wayne for our generation, or Kurt Russell for that matter. Th- this guy? Yes, yes. Well, he's, a, he's, a, he's a guy who's like, I'm going to play by my own rules. I see that tree. It looks good to me. Yeah. I'm going to maybe fornicate with it. Okay, so he sees what he wants. He sees what he wants. And he, he knows takes what he it. wants. And he takes it like yeah. a man does. Right. Like a man, like just a man having sex with a tree. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's primal. Okay. It's primal. Uh, sure. I, I get that. She's good. You like his gun. I, think, I mean, like, I'm not like a guy who would want to have sex with an, an inanimate object. That's hard for me. It's an inanimate object. Okay. But it's kind of hot. Yeah. It's hot. Okay. I, yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. I've been in nature sometimes and yeah. I've seen some things and I'm yeah. like, oh, wow. You know, that I mean, looks I, like a, like or I, that could be yeah. a, this, I, or I, maybe I, I want to do that to that. I would love to, you know, Touch that waterfall's tits. See, I think maybe like if you start hanging, I mean, well, I'm saying that we're going to hang out beyond the night lunch, but yeah, I mean, I'm into doing like seizing the moment and stuff. Yeah. Like do that thing. Yeah, dude, just do what you want to do. Just be, be who you are be without you feeling are. like, feeling like the person sitting across from you, you're doing the podcast with is always judging you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You're the judge. You're yeah, the jury. You're the judge of your own self. Yeah. Yes. 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 Also, also. Please show me proof or show me where or how this guy isn't God. Okay, fair point. Nuts! Woman allegedly stabs husband over bathroom stink. This situation stinks for everyone involved. <laughs> I love it. It's a funny first. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah. A Japanese woman faces attempted murder charges after she allegedly slashed her husband's face with a kitchen knife. Tokyo police said the attack was spurred by a, a stink that the victim left in the bathroom. The 29-year-old woman allegedly said her husband went to the bathroom and left an intolerably bad smell behind. She also said the 34-year-old man then tried to help their three-year-old use the toilet, quote, without washing his own hands first. The woman became enraged and attacked the victim with a knife, leaving a seven-inch gash in his left cheek. She denies that she tried to kill her husband. <laughs> I don't know. This just, this just made me laugh because it's like, you know, how bad does your shit have to smell to warrant being stabbed, you know? I mean, that's got to be that's got to be a stinker. Oh, what were you eating? Yeah, like what, what were you eating? Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. It's like what, you know, what were you eating? You weren't eating a chipotle bowl. Uh, no. Because no. I know because after I no. after I defecate after one of those it smells just fine. Yeah. 
Exactly. I mean, it's it doesn't smell great, but like it's not murder worthy. Well, it's the kind of smell that smells okay to me. Probably not great to other people, but yeah. it's definitely not something you kill. But someone you know, over. I do say there, 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 there. I will say though, Dan. I will say that I think that this is kind of a universal experience. Hmm. I mean, it's like we've all we've all walked into a bathroom, like right. a public bathroom, right. and been like, "Oh man, I I wish I could kill the person that was just in here because it smells so bad." You know? I thought it was kind of a, a funny joke that might be kind of cruel. Oh, because not everyone can walk into like a a bathroom. If you were like born with no legs, you you would roll into the bathroom, right? So everyone's walked or rolled into a bathroom. Is that is that bad? I said that. I think that's great. I mean, no, you're right. So like, it's like, oh, I see. Because you're saying yeah, here, well, I am saying who hasn't walked in the bathroom, yeah. and you're correcting me because you're you're right. Well, I that's, am being that's my kind of that's my comedy. My yeah, comedy is kind but you're th- of not but really. You're thinking of the whole audience, you know, because yeah. I'm here. I'm like, I'm saying, oh, you know, we've all walked in the bathroom, but you're totally right. Not I think handicapped people, people probably listen to this show too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I wasn't thinking about that, and well, that, you know, you're right. Think about the guy who I should, I'm pretty sure it was John Crapper who invented the toilet, invented <laughs> matches too. Really? What genius? He's like, I'm going to invent a thing for people to go to the bathroom, in, and then I'm going to invent this fire stick. Yeah. That starts with magnesium and a bunch of weird chemicals mm-hmm. to cover up the smell. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Mean, what a genius! I mean, like, he's total like, genius. And not, I mean, not to mention you can use that to start fires. Matches are so it's like a, matches it has are, so many have uses. a lot of uses. Yeah, yeah. I don't want matches have a lot of uses. I think you know, definitely eliminating the the, the shit stink is a pig positive. I mean, it's a why big, they're big invented? Positive, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's why they were invented though. I'm pretty sure it was. You John know, Crapper because it's them. it's fire. Fire is like one of the elemental, you know, inventions. Like oh. one of the big. Um, so I don't know if matches were invented. Question: Are you yeah. a Wiccan? Hmm? You just, are you a Wiccan? Are you a Wicca? Uh, no, Wicca? no. You just men, men, mentioned elementals: earth, yeah. wind, and fire. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, sex on an altar, drinking goat's blood. I dabbled in the OTO for a while. The Odo Tempos Aurealis or, or or, or is Aleister Crowley's religion that he started in the 1800s. Okay, and we worked a lot with the elements. With, with Earth, we did wind, a lot of Earth, sex wind, magic fi- stuff. I know the yeah. band Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's it's not the same thing at no, all. Very yeah. funky. Yeah, very good. Very they're, good band. They're very funky. Yeah, I'd like. You know, that's interesting. I, I mean, I didn't know you actually had done so much. You know, like you've got this whole story. I mean, yeah. you read Outliers. Yeah. You, you've studied Aleister Crowley. Yeah. Like, who are you? I who, under, who is this Dan Gavandi? Well, he's or Ronald, just a whatever. guy who yeah. likes live experience, man. You know, like I'm doing a two month seminar on alchemy this summer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Turning inanimate objects into gold. That's, I mean, God, you you are an enigma. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, okay. Let's uh, let's let's do our last nugget of nut. <laughs> Nuts! If you're looking for UFOs, this map might drive you crazy. The truth is out there, and with the right roadmap, perhaps you can find it. We downloaded UFO sightings from the National UFO Reporting Center and took all of the locations and tried to standardize them, said Lane Allison, product manager of Find the Best, a California-based technology company that collects and interprets data. The Find the Best map is an attempt to show one version of how UFO sightings might look on a map. But is that regional data enough to offer a map that shows accurate numbers and therefore reliable clues as to how hot a UFO hotspot is? One big problem with any map purporting to show accurate hotspots of UFO activity is that most people simply don't bother reporting their UFO sightings. Now, I find that 
shocking because you know i mean if i saw a ufo i would i would uh r- report it you know i mean you, right no you think you would you think you would because it actually uh, it can be a blemish on one's reputation I, I think one of the other problems they're saying is that a large number there's a large number of ufo hoaxes obviously and so mm, but, they're like two percent are hoaxes but 90 percent real i used to work oh, for new fork new fork uh, the National UFO Reporting Center, what we were just talking about. Okay. Now I'm with MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network. Right. But um, Wow, I was just, because I was just going to be like, I was going to do this story and I was going to be like, oh, who are all these people looking for UFOs? This is one that's close to my heart. Okay. And um, I mean, I've, I'm actually a volunteer field investigator, which I know being a volunteer is not a cool thing to do, but uh, right. they won't pay me. I've tried. Okay. But um, there is... A lot of hot spots, especially in Southern California, out by uh, Vandenberg Air Force Base, out by Giant Rock, outside of uh, and, 21 Palms, 29 Palms? Sure. 21? Uh, you know, I think, 21 Palms? I think uh, 21 Palms is, um, that's eight Palms away from 29 Palms. <laughs> that is good. Thank that you. That is good. Thank You're you, on today. Darren. Thank you. You are on yeah, today, man. It. This is funny. No, but in all seriousness, this uh, the uh, Giant Rock, which I would take you there if you would like to go sometime is where all the Venusians used to come back in the mid fifties. There was a guy named George Van Tassel who built a thing called the Integratron in uh, tribute to the Venusians. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They were, uh, so, so you, so you are actually saying like you, you have these roadmaps and like you go on these road I don't trips. Need, I don't need a roadmap by, uh, Lane Allison. Yeah. I don't need a Lane Allison to tell me where to go for UFO settings. That's right. what I'm saying. Okay. If you want to see some stuff, you came to the right guy. I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't know how I feel about you know aliens, all this stuff, but I, but I do love road trips. I mean, road yeah, trips are great. Who you doesn't? Know? You get some jerky. Yeah, you get, you get some sandwiches. Some... You, 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 you make enough sandwiches so you just have them. You don't yeah. have to worry about eating. But That's... you still stop at places. If a place looks fun, you're like, oh, we should stop there. We, we yes, should stop yes, there. We have Look, these sandwiches. No, let's but... get a meal. We're not yeah, animals. Yeah, but we have the sandwiches as backup. Just, yeah. Because That's, it's fun to go to those places, and then I like to go. I like to go to like um, like podunk looking gas stations sure. and buy a, buy a trucker hat. Uh, me too. Yeah. Have you seen you? You've obviously been in my closet because <laughs> <laughs> I've got about three dozen in there. None of them fit my head. Unfortunately. Okay, sure. But, but I'm looking to move them if you're interested. I I love you yeah I love podunk head. gas station trucker hats. So yeah. of course I'd be into that. Yeah. You bring them. I mean if we if we do I mean <laughs> if we if, we if I see this, you again I'll bring yeah. them or I can just give them to Gareth and he yeah. can give them to you. Okay. Yeah. But whatever. I'm worried that Gareth would just take them from himself. He pro- I probably Probably. He's always eyeballing my yeah. trucker hats. Yeah, but. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I okay. Um, well, I would. I mean, I guess. I guess through the course of this podcast, <laughs> I mean, I guess we're saying that you know, if we go, you know, if you want to get a night lunch sometime I'm, tonight, tonight, or, yeah, yeah, I don't know. If you, we're gonna go get some Cuban food. I'm, we can, I'm, I guess we I am down there, for that. Or, we could walk there. Yeah, I could drive. Yeah, and if you could just float me for the night, and I'll give Gareth the money to give back to you. Pay, I'll, I'll pay you back for hey, sure. I have the money. don't even... You know what? I'll let... You did the podcast tonight. It's on me. You know what? Really? It's on me. Yeah. I'll and be then, honest. I mean, look, you're if you're going to... If we're going to go on this little road trip, I assume you're going to make the sandwiches. That's on me. Now, and you, you let me take care of the sandwiches, okay? <laughs> okay. All the food, all the snacks, all the soft drinks. And you can probably pay for the the meals if we stop somewhere. Sure. Yeah. If we if we go somewhere. Or any kind of souvenir, like the trucker hat or whatnot. I'll get if a they souvenir. fit my head. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I will. Yeah, but maybe we'll hat. find like some fun statuettes or something. Absolutely. Or just, you know, we'll just get different candies and stuff. There, uh, there's the also stations. a lot of UFO babes at these hotspots. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're into weird stuff, new age, exploring their bodies and all kinds of 
okay. galactic, interesting. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. I I gotta admit, you know, um, I you know I was really when when we sat down today, I was like, this is not gonna be fun. Like, go, oh, you know, Gareth screwed me again. Um, but. Dane, you are a cool dude. <laughs> I mean, you're not bad. You're you're cool too. And you, I thought you were the furthest thing from cool. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, I I feel like, you know, Gareth. You know, the way he was when he's here is just like, oh, I hate you and you hate me. And then he's not here, and all of a yeah. sudden we're like forced in this room together to do this podcast. And all of a sudden, a little bit of magic just happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way Gareth painted you is like he's this rich Jewish guy. He thinks he knows everything. He's Always talking about his education, how many right. books he reads, and I'm like, yeah. I'm finding out once I peel a little bit of the layers back. Then that's we're just we're the same. We're dude. the same. We're the same. We're the same. A couple dude. guys who's trying to make it in a weird. Yeah, I mean, we it's world. our our you know like our the you know the things we have in common far outweigh the things we don't. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening to today's podcast. Yeah. I have to Me say, too. it was extremely pleasant. It really was. And I very much enjoyed it. It really was. Me too. It's the most fun I've ever had in the podcast. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, uh, Vicky Pezza, thank you so much. And of course, Dave DiPietro. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, rate us five stars. And Dan and I are going to go get some Cuban food. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> this was fun. So fun. This was really fun. Yeah, it, it, I thought this was fun. Can you drive? Because I don't feel like walking. Yeah. I'm tired. I'll drive. I have a blister in my That's ankle. That's fine. Okay, good. Okay.